Hello. Welcome to Discovering Jazz, where you and I together discover great music, picking up information to keep jazz old and new alive. My name is Larry Sademan, here in Edmonton, Alberta, Canada, sponsored by Peterborough Independent Podcasters. More LPs from the vaults, or at least my storage locker. The first album I'm going to play is called A Quartet is a Quartet is a Quartet from 1964 on Atlantic Records. It features the modern jazz quartet on one side, and on the other side, the Quartetto di Milano playing an Anton Weber in modern classical composition, and the Hungarian Gypsy Quartet playing some traditional Roma music. I played and enjoyed both sides, but I want to keep my focus on the modern jazz quartet, with John Lewis on piano, Milt Jackson vibes, Percy Heath bass, and Connie Kay on drums. Here's a John Lewis composition that sounds pretty classical, typical of much of the modern jazz quartet's focus on what has been called third-stream music, that amalgam of jazz and classical music. The selection is called Winter Tale, and it's one he had recorded previously.
A composition for the great John Lewis with the modern jazz quartet, Winter Tale. I'll be ending off this episode with another John Lewis composition from that same album. And speaking of amalgams, this next one puts together classical, jazz, and religious music. Many, many years ago, I heard part of this album played on Edmonton CKUA radio, and I made note of it. Then a few years ago, I finally found it, a copy in near-mint shape. It's Lalo Schifrin's Jazz Suite on the Mass Texts, featuring Paul Horn on various wind instruments. And this is probably the track that most utilizes all those musical forms. Gloria.
Gloria from 1965's Jazz Suite on the Mass Texts. The album is presented as being a Paul Horn album. And Paul Horn was a multi-category musician who started out as a jazz player and lived much of his adult life until his death on Vancouver Island in Canada. Composer, conductor, and arranger is Argentinian jazz musician Lalo Schifrin. And he's also a pianist. In my collection is one of his albums from 1963 called Between Broadway and Hollywood, and it has him playing as part of a trio with George Duvivier on bass and Ed Shaughnessy drums. Here is a Henry Mancini tune that is a much-played standard, The Days of Wine and Roses, Lalo Schifrin.
Lalo Schifrin and his interpretation of the Days of Wine and Roses. Here's somebody I discovered the one time that I visited New York. At the time I was living in the Yukon, I went with a friend whose main motivation was to go to the Cookery, a club operated by Barney Josephson, and see the regular uh, group there that was fronted by blues singer Alberta Hunter. Alas, when we got there, we discovered that it was Alberta Hunter's week off, and someone named Nellie Lutcher was playing. That same evening, we were invited over to the home of a Yukon friend whose parents lived in New York, and I noticed they had some 78 RPM records. Looking through them, I found a couple by Nellie Lutcher. So that evening, we went to the cookery and saw and heard her singing and playing piano with a bassist and guitarist, and she was wonderful. I became a fan. Then, when I found an album by her at a used record store, it was called Our New Nelly on Liberty Records, I immediately bought it. Here is her version of Rose-Colored Glasses, Nellie Letcher. I'm looking at the world through rose-colored glasses. Everything is rosy now Looking at the world And everything that passes Seems of rosy hue Somehow Ooh, Why do I feel so spry? Don't think your eye Didn't guess I'll confess a certain someone just asked me And I said yes In a bungalow All covered with roses I will settle down I That's why I'm looking at the world Through rose-colored glasses And everything is rosy now Wink your eye Needn't guess I'll confess I started someone just asked me And I said yes In a bungalow All covered with roses I will settle down I vote I don't need an optician To tell me my vision is Simply, simply grand Everything is okie dokie. Everything is real George. It's gone crazy, cool as the Yule. Somebody else is there to say that I'm looking at the world through. The great Nellie Letcher. How about something from an amazing pianist who couldn't read a note of music? Errol Garner and his classic 1956 album, Concert by the Sea, with drummer Denzel Best and bassist Eddie Calhoun, recorded in Carmel, California. Here is I'll Remember April, Errol Garner.
Speaking of pianists and Errol Garner, here is Errol Garner's most famous composition, performed by one of my favorite pianists. When I was looking for a pianist to emulate, I thought Teddy Wilson would be a good one, because he plays in the stride style that I learned from my mother, but with lots of tenths in the bass. This is a 1973 album called And Then They Wrote, where he plays the great songs composed by the great jazz pianists with Major Holly on bass and Bert Dahander drums, Errol Garner's Misty. And I'll follow it with another from the same album, The Duke, as written by Dave Brubeck. Teddy Wilson.
two in a row from Teddy Wilson. That was The Duke, written by Dave Brubeck, and before that, Misty. My favorite Nina Simone album. Didn't get the raving reviews that many of her other albums did, and I can't understand why. It's just her on the piano, performing a number of interesting songs rarely done by jazz artists. Here's the first track, written by Carolyn Franklin, Aretha's younger sister. Seems I'm never tired of loving you. Nina Simone from the terrific album from 1969 called Nina and Piano. I have a bit of a story behind this next album that was buried in my LP collection. In the mid-1960s, I used to watch a Canadian folk music TV show called Let's Sing Out, where many famous folk musicians were featured as guests. One day, a black guitarist singer who had been living in either Toronto or Montreal was featured. His name Lonnie Johnson. Later, I just discovered just how famous this man was. He had played with Louis Armstrong in the 1920s and was also the first musician to ever play an electronically amplified violin. He had virtually disappeared from public view and was discovered playing with the Toronto Dixieland-style band, Jim McCarg's Metro Stompers. And when I was 17, their album called Stompin' at the Penny with special guest Lonnie Johnson was a feature album on my mother's Columbia Record Club, and I I cajoled her into ordering it. Here's a track from that album, China Boy.
Pretty wild guitar there. Jim McCarg's Metro Stompers with the legendary jazz guitarist Lonnie Johnson from 1965. That was China Boy. Next, another wonderful guitarist who is still alive and playing. A 1986 album with bassist Michael Moore and percussionist Edison Machado. Antonio Carlos Jobim's much-played and wonderful standard, which I'll do my best to pronounce. Chega de saudade, or no more blues.
Omar Blues, Gene Bertolcini, and Michael Moore with Edison Machado. Next, a torch singer well-known in jazz circles, primarily because he recorded with some of the top jazz musicians of all time. Her name's Julie London. I used to have about ten or so albums by her, and now I'm only left with two, plus a CD of some of her best. But those two albums I have are truly wonderful. When I think of a torch singer... The image that comes to my mind is the inner zone of a flame of a torch, which is relatively cool. But if you're in that zone, you need to be careful how you move, or you could get burned. That's the type of coolness you feel as you listen to Julie London sing. This is from an album with Bud Shanka on alto sax and flute, Russ, Russ Freeman on piano, Monty Budwig on bass, and Colin Bailey drums. Cole Porter's Get Out of Town. album called All Through the Night. Julie London sings Cole Porter with the Bud Shank Quintet. Get Out of Town. That's from 1965. I have a bit of extra time, so why not play something from the other Julie London album in my collection? This was Julie London's biggest hit, written by Arthur Hamilton, originally for Ella Fitzgerald to sing in the 1955 movie Pete Kelly's Blues. But the song was cut when the film's producer, Jack Webb, wanted Hamilton to change the lyrics to the bridge, saying that the audience would never believe that a black woman would use the word plebeian. Hamilton refused and offered it to his high school girlfriend and Webb's ex-wife, Julie London. Julie recorded it partly as a favor to Hamilton and partly as an F.U. to Webb. This song is now very much associated with her, from the album Julie Is Her Name, Cry Me a River, with a guitar of Barney Kessel and bass of Ray Leatherwood. Cry 
Well, you can cry me a river Cry me a river I cried a river over you Being so untrue Well, you can cry me a river Cry me a river I cried a river over you You drove me, nearly drove me out of my head While you never shed a tear Remember, I remember all that you said Told me love was too plebeian Told me you were through with me And now you say you love me Just to prove you do Come on and cry me a river Cry me a river I cried a river over you London. I promised you I'd finish with another selection from the Modern Jazz Quartet, John Lewis's Concord from a Quartet is a Quartet is a Quartet. Next week, one more from my personal record collection. This is Larry Sademan saying bye for now. <laughs>